This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Welcome back to Back to UL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. And joining us now to talk a little college football is Michael Felder. You can follow him on X at In the Bleachers. Okay, Michael, let's talk a little Colorado here, and it's time to jettison the Priors and admit that they are actually a pretty good football team. But the question is, how much should we be backing them? They face Colorado State. They're 22.5-point favorites for that one. And then they are on the road at Oregon and 14.5-point dogs. Any play in either of these games for you? I mean, I think they're going to beat Colorado State by more than, what is it, 22.5? So, uh-huh. I think we start. I think we start there. This is a team. I think they're they're really interesting. Interesting. It's interestingly constructed team because they they do a lot of the same stuff that Tennessee does, uh, speed and space. And so, they create space. And Shadur is really good. I, I I do. I want folks to know that this this is not a joke. This kid is good. Great footwork. Uh, I saw him miss one pass like for real. He had incompletions, but the miss was one miss that he threw way out to the sideline, and he missed it the right way. You're supposed to miss it to the sideline. Don't miss it inside. Don't miss it low, because otherwise the DB is going to get it. So it's going to be interesting to see what they look like. Uh, as far as that Oregon game, I mean, yeah, we just watched Oregon play who? Baylor? Was that right? And and that was – they had to – no, that was Utah. Utah played Baylor. Who Texas did Oregon Tech. just play? Oregon played Texas Oregon, Tech, Texas and that was, that was a fight. And – so it's going to be – does that mean Texas Tech is, is better, or does that mean Oregon is still going to find a way to kind of lock in and, and get things done? 14 feels like a lot for me. So if you can get it at that 14-5 or 14, I would say go ahead and – I would say I would say take it if you're – I'd say take the Oregon – I would say take the Colorado side of that because at the end of the day, we're probably looking at a one-score football game. And if it's a one-score game and you can get it at a two-plus two, at a two plus score football game, then go ahead and do it. Any idea what the Colorado ceiling is? We've we've all adjusted on this, yeah. and I th- it feels like you need to have an open mind. But e- even though the it's top the top half is pretty strong in the Pac-12, I was surprised to see this morning that they're yeah. seventh in the odds, twenty-five to one to win the Pac-12. Like right now, what do you think the ceiling is for them? I I don't know. I I, I mean, look, and I know that's what you're yeah. not supposed to say, but I don't yeah. know. And they, because they, they're evolving as a football team. Like, we saw them get no tackles for loss and no sacks and win in a shootout against TCU. And then we see them play Nebraska. And then we see them slicing, dicing, getting sacks, getting tackles for loss. Because it, it was like the TCU game was, a, was like, a, you know, like with a restaurant, right? It was a soft open. And so <laughs> it's friends and family only. And then... The Nebraska game was like, this is our opening night. Let's do it. And they, their defensive line, they know they're small. And, like, well, there's no denying that this is a small football team. 
on both sides of the line, defensive line, offensive line. They are small. But then you look at them, and all of a sudden, this, this kid dominates. He just comes out of nowhere, and he's making plays. And so I think they understand who they are. It took that TCU game for them to realize, oh, we can't just play basic gap one defense and have it go. We've got we've to do something different. We've got to create chaos and confusion. And so they did that, and it worked. And I wonder, I wonder what that looks like because there's two sides to that coin, right? There's the chaos and confusion side, which leads to tackles for loss, leads to sacks. We saw that with TCU uh, in the semifinal against Michigan, right? They had 16 tackles for loss. They had like seven or eight sacks. So with UNC against South Carolina, uh, where they had, I think they had nine sacks and, and, and 14 tackles for loss. But then the flip side of that coin is when you have to slant or stunt or do whatever, all of a sudden there are these spaces that are wide open. If teams hit those, then you're going to have problems. And between Oregon, Washington, good grief, Washington, can we talk about them? And then in, in USC, there's going to be some really interesting things happening when it comes to chaos and confusion versus a team that's ready to attack. Yeah, so how do you see, you know, this Pac-12 shaking out? And, I mean, there's some Heisman candidates in that conference as well. We've got it the last season, and it's it's unfortunate for me because it's like, wow, this whole conference is so good now. I don't want to see this come to an end. But how do yep. you see it playing out? So Heisman-wise, Shadur, obviously, Caleb Williams, the reigning Heisman champion, he's in the mix as well. Michael Penix, Jr., give him his propers. We, have, we, 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 we don't – we don't talk enough about Washington. They're very good. Um, and then Bo Nix is in the mix as well. So Bo Nix in the mix. I didn't mean to make that rhyme. That's, that's I'm <laughs> sorry. <laughs> but literally, mm. how I see this shaking itself out, I think we've got Washington. We still have USC, Washington, Oregon. And, oh, I didn't even mention Utah. And remember, we're watching a Utah team, and we, we referenced that Baylor game. They battled back and won that game. They still don't have Cam Rising yet. Cam Rising is a guy that could be a Heisman finalist as well. So – I think those are your, still your top four teams. Colorado kind of is on the outside looking in. Oh, and by the way, another team we haven't mentioned, Oregon State. Go Beavs. Like, DJ Uyunglele, I don't know if you guys saw it, but his dad was like, oh, and you thought it was my son? When Clemson lost to Duke, like, he was like, yo, um, maybe there's something yeah. wrong with the program, not just something wrong mm -hmm. with my kid, because they look good. <laughs> yeah. Oregon State looks really good, so we'll see what happens. Yep. Yeah, uh, look at look at you just dodging Sam Hartman. I got you. All right, all right. No, she, 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 she asked me about the Pac-12. Oh, Sam okay. Hartman plays. He's yeah. an independent guy. Okay, listen, he's but, all my women independent. Throw your hands up at me. And he's <laughs> he is. I I love what Notre Dame brings to the table though. With Notre Dame, they're throwing the ball down the field way more than they used to. So I do love Sam Hartman. And certainly, if he keeps this up, especially specifically. When they play Ohio State, when they play mm -hmm. USC, if he outduels Caleb Williams, if he outduels McCord, I don't think is in the conversation right now. But if he beats Ohio State, if he beats USC, then he will be in New York City for sure. Couldn't agree more. Uh, I'm curious when it comes to Colorado, this whole Travis Hunter thing, because yeah, playing I, both ways is something we just don't see very much. And sustainability is perhaps the biggest question with him. But let's just suppose, because he was highly ranked uh, coming out of high school, yep. let's suppose that he's able to continue doing this and he's sort of the Shohei Otani of college football. Should he get some Heisman consideration just for that alone? Absolutely. If he, if, yeah, absolutely. I just don't – I'll be honest. 
as someone who does NFL draft coverage, and I talked to uh, Mark Dominic, uh, former GM of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, he's like, you gotta, you gotta, you, you gotta pick something. <laughs> you gotta pick something. And he referenced Miles Jack, a guy we remember, Shaq Thompson, who we all remember. Uh, both of those guys kind of pulled double duty as well. Linebackers that also played some running back. But at the end of the day, you got to figure out where your bread's going to be buttered. And if you want your bread to be buttered on, as a wide receiver, then play wide receiver. Uh, if you want it to be, if you want to be a, a corner and you look at the numbers, and I, I don't know which one has like kind of the higher franchise tag number or the higher base salary. I know they're both getting up there. What wide receiver and corner are they're they're right behind uh, quarterback, offensive tackle, defensive end, and then it's wide receiver and corner are right in there in terms of getting paid. So he's got to figure. I guess he's got to figure out what he wants to do. But I don't think it's sustainable. I will say this, though, as a positive. Playing in Boulder puts him, sets him up for success everywhere else because he's playing at altitude, right? So every day when this guy goes to practice, he's practicing at altitude every single day. I, is, if I'm, correct me if I'm wrong, but the only place he's going to play that's higher than that is at Utah, maybe, right? So this everything else that he does is easier for him to breathe. And as someone who's been running and doing all this if you can breathe at altitude then you come down makes your life a little bit easier so I don't think he's a hundred something snap a, a game guy going both ways but I do especially because it's pulled back and forth back and forth back and forth we haven't talked about meetings yet he's got to go meeting here meeting here meeting here meeting here meeting here I don't even know what that schedule looks like but it's going to be interesting to see how this keeps up especially as they get into the thick of that Pac-12 schedule yeah, and, and imagine the media demands now because you are yeah. the center of yes. the, the college football universe at the moment. Uh, let, let's play uh, it's small sample, two, three games for a few people. Uh, you think you were right or think you were wrong about what you were saying Ooh. over the summer? A anything stand out like, yeah, I think I nailed that one. And then something else you're like, ooh, I, I misread that situation. I, I think I, I – here's two for, two for one. I think I was wrong about Texas. They do look like they stood up. I thought when Texas, um, when Alabama took the lead against Texas, I thought they were going to fold like a lawn chair, just go into a hole and disappear. So good for them for standing up. I like that. I, so I was wrong about that. I was right about Alabama. This is a team that Nick Saban does not like. And he feels very, like, he's vulnerable. Like, he's, <laughs> like this is a guy that's vulnerable, and these guys can't stand up in the way he wants them to. So that, I was right about that. Um, let's see what else here's, I was right about Sam Hartman and Notre Dame pushing the ball down the field more vertically. They're using their wide receivers more than they've used them in almost a decade with the exception of Chase Claypool. Um, like we got to go all the way back to like golden Tate days to see wide receivers getting this type of production at Notre Dame. Um, I was wrong about, let me see. I was wrong about UNC. Their defense is starting to show up, which is interesting. I was right about USC that defense. Oof. Bad, 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 bad. They're so bad. And I was right. I was right about Texas Tech, too, because I still – they're 0-2. I don't know what this team is going to do. They came into the season. Some folks had them in the top 25. This is a team in Texas Tech that I still – like, I like I like McGuire. I think he is a good coach. I think their recruiting is going to continue to improve. But this team just lost the best player that they've had on defense in maybe ever to the NFL and Tyree Wilson. And we thought they were going to be better this year. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky 
co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yep. What about which teams have surprised you? You know, just you know, Ooh. something that's impressed you, surprised you. Besides Colorado, of course. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Colorado's an easy answer. I'm going to go with Kansas. I didn't think they. I didn't think that they would. I didn't think they were going to just kind of manhandle um, Illinois the way that they did. That's really that was really exciting to me. Um, again, Texas. Again, I didn't think. I didn't expect a ton out of them, and then we got a ton out of them. So that was really good. Ah, uh, gee, surprised me, surprised me, surprised. I will say this: what I've been surprised by is some are some of these numbers. Over seventy for what? Oregon, uh, LSU, uh, a couple other schools. Like they're scoring a ton of points. I'm like, what's happening? Who who decided this? Like it got me hot up. What are we doing? And so <laughs> the other school that's surprised. The other one that surprised me, and I don't know if it's surprised in a good way or surprised in a bad way, but Iowa State, and I understand they're going through their whole situation, but, man, you want to talk about a guy that missed his window, Matt Campbell. Matt Campbell was up for the USC job. Matt Campbell was up for possible NFL jobs, and then all of a sudden now you got a team that just feels like they can't get off the mat. I know there's off the field, but on the field, they just look – they look at – like the biggest thing for me with I, you know what? You want to talk about surprising? You're down by two scores. There's four minutes to play in a football game. And everybody's walking around. You got to go fast. And everyone's walking around. The entire team is walking. And, and like, walking over to talk to get the play. And it's a 40-second play clock. And then walking back. And, like, you can't. You're down two scores. And I understand they got within a score. But at the end of the day, man, tempo, 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 tempo. Oh, it's Clemson. We also didn't talk Clemson, but Clemson also surprising to lose to Duke. And it just, you know what? It's one of those things, and we talked about it with Alabama. We can talk about it with Clemson. But, like, I'll combine the two because I think they both have the same problem. Let me ask you three this. 
when we have when you look at Clemson, you look at Alabama. Is there anybody on that roster, either one of them, that you would say is a good complement or excuse me, a good substitute for Amari Cooper, Sammy Watkins, Julio Jones, uh, Nuke Hopkins, um, uh, T. Higgins, uh, Calvin Ridley, Jalen Waddle, Henry Ruggs, Jamison Williams, yeah. like. There's no that's one on those point. rosters that are comparable to that, and that's the part that they're really missing. I'll be blunt. Week three of the college football season doesn't have just a ton of notable games, but is there one that stands out to you, uh, perhaps from, from a betting angle? Oh, man. Okay, now you got. I got to go, hit the daily lines, huh? Okay. Yeah, right? Um, a little refresh action? Yeah, I had to re- I had to refresh because I had the schedule up. I didn't have the daily lines up. I'm going to tell you one. I'm going to go immediately. This is Friday, a Friday game, uh, Maryland versus UVA. UVA is not a very good football team. I think that Maryland <laughs> has an opportunity to go wild on them. Uh, Penn State, I think they beat – after watching Illinois play um, uh, 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 against um, – last week they played – after watching Illinois play um, Kansas a week ago, Go, I would hammer Penn State hard. Penn State seems like a team on a mission. And I would ha- they're 14 and a half, uh, and I know they're on the road, but at the end of the day, the thing for me is they're just a better football team. I think they're probably three touchdowns better than Illinois. And I think they are on a mission to kind of – Penn State is living in this gray space where they fly underneath the radar but also continue to hammer teams. And that's the part that's been interesting for me. Um, another one that I would look at, um, he, yay, yay. Tulane, Tulane for sure. 13, they're 13 point favorites. I think they got embarrassed this past weekend. I think they're going to come out hard, ready to rock and roll, make some noise. And Washington. And listen, I'm, the good thing is my wife's not home. My wife went to Michigan State. She's not home. So Ooh. it's okay for me to say, she's not home. Yeah. So I can say this out loud. I think they're going to win by 25 points. Really? Okay. Yeah. Huh. But you, okay. Who can stop Washington? That's the question. That's the biggest question. It's not about stopping Washington. And remember, Michigan State, what are they going through right now? New coach. Oh, no. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree with you. Yeah. There. That thing. Yeah. It's going to yeah. be. Absolutely. It's going to be. A, it's going to be. A, it's a nightmare. And, I, and, and rightfully so. Like, mm-hmm. I, look, just be clear. Should be fired. Does not, does, mm-hmm. does, cannot be that head coach. For a school that's already had the controversies they've had, and then for the person that this is happening with, no, absolutely not. So when I look at that game, yes, and I, I don't, I feel bad for saying it, but at the end of the day, like I look at that game, and there's no way they're in the headspace to play this football game in Washington. Here, I'll, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be positive about Washington. Who is gonna stop them this year? I don't think there's a team in the country that can stop Washington. I think you might be able to. And on beat that them. note, that's that's strong. <laughs> Yeah, hit the post right there. That's good. Michael Felder, college football analyst. Follow him on X at In the Bleachers. Thank you so much for your time. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, we dive into the new prices in the NFL MVP market. That's right here on the BetQL Network.